morning, Utah, my home state of almost five years. Now, I have a question, and I got the native Utah back to ask. AJ and McCall on VFX. I was, whenever I meet anybody, I have to explain where I'm from, especially if I we happen to exchange phone numbers because I've got an Indiana area code. Right. And, of course, I don't expect anyone to remember area codes for anywhere other than their home state. No. Like, <laughs> right. Never. So, of course, the question comes, where are you from? And I explain all that. Well, I was uh, reading yesterday. I stumbled across an article, and it had a survey in it, and it said, how long do you have to live somewhere before you can say you're from that state? Now, my initial reaction is, aren't you from forever right. where you were born? Right. And you can just say you live other places. I was like, all right, I'll look. Why not? So the results, uh, the responses you could give were uh, you can only say you're from the state you were born in. You could say you're from a state you've, if you've lived there one to ten years. You could say that you've been in a state for more than ten years, then you're from there. And you could say that as soon as you move there, you're from that state. Those are the results, not where you grew up. Uh, Interesting. And so I was really confused by that, but then I was like, okay, well, whatever. I don't really feel like I... I I don't feel like I heap on Indiana, but I don't talk about it glowingly. Right. So, as a native Utah, what do you think? Can you say that you're from somewhere else if you've spent enough time there? I don't know. I think it depends on uh, the amount of time that you've spent in said place. Because I, I feel like when people are asking where you're from, they're more so, I don't know for a fact, but I feel like they're more so gauging how you are as a person like if you're like oh i'm from california it's like mm, got it like yeah, no, it is kind of kind of a gauge more so than anything and so it's like where i feel like the real question people should be asking instead of where are you from is what part of the world influenced you the most growing up like because that becomes more so the answer to the question people want see that's funny you say that because i was gonna say that i feel like if, if it was a long time uh, maybe 10 years, which was a result on the poll. I can understand that because you would think at some point the mannerisms and like mm -hmm. like the accent or the way they say things would rub off on you. Right. In which case, then it would be totally believable. But yeah, you're probably right. When people ask you, where are you from? I think it's to potentially concern, confirm some stereotypes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's Florida or California. Yeah, it's more so for like a social standing thing. It's the same thing when people ask, what do you do for work? They don't really care. They want to know where you fall. Right. Uh, so yesterday I had a conversation with someone because I think, fingers crossed, hopefully you don't skip too far to, to uh, winter quite yet. Mm -hmm. But I think we're finally entering that fall phase, right? So we had the discussion of what's your favorite season? Ironically enough, since the internet spies on us, Facebook back stronger than ever. That's right. I got an article suggested to me to tell you that it depends on one really, really, really big factor that determines what your favorite season is. And it has to be with that being outside, but it has nothing to do with the temperature. Oh, okay. Which is your favorite season? It's tied to the weather, but maybe not for the reasons you think. AJ McCall at VFX. Conversation comes up right now. We're transitioning seemingly into... Something. I don't want to jinx it. And Utah's weird. <laughs> right. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. But what is your favorite season? Because according to a recent survey, it has nothing to do so much with the temperature. It has to do everything with how you have how you deal with the weather itself. For instance, summer for so long for us as kids was our favorite season. And yes, I'm sure the warm weather was a factor because we'd be outside. But the actual reason was is because we had the time off. Right. So how is that not going to be your choice? Of course. For instance, I'm a spring and fall guy. Those are my favorite. I don't suffer from the allergies that, say, McCall suffers. Yeah. Not to say it demeans spring. No. But, but then you can certainly understand. It really does make it better. It really doesn't. If she was, you know, she can't breathe and can't go outside. It's either you can't breathe or yeah. you're very groggy. There's there's no in between. Yeah, so that's just, that's just not, that's not preferable. No. Not preferable. No, it's really not. But since it does not affect me, like summer doesn't change, I can tell you now, Summer Forever was my favorite time. Summer Now, schedule still the same, work and whatever. And Box Elder Bugs, now maybe not like it as much. I'm so glad the cooler weather's moved in to get rid of those freaking Box Elder Bugs. I know. That being said, the other thing that it didn't account for here that's always a factor for me is, like, what's going on? I love sports. Fall's a big sports time with football and everything going on. So that's what does it for me. And I would imagine, for some people, things like fashion, mm -hmm. um, holidays probably would be a factor that's fair to point out yeah so that being said 
completely unrelated to this because I don't think it would change your answer one way or the other. What would you say your favorite season is? Mm, I like the crispness of fall. I enjoy the the feeling of it being like not bitter, obviously, just crisp outside and then having like a warm either chai tea or like a, you know, I've been drinking iced coffee, so it doesn't really like affect it very much, I guess. But if I get like a warm beverage, apple cider, maybe even (laughs) just mm, I feel like there's nothing better than that. It's like the physical equivalent of being having it cold in your bedroom and wearing a warm blanket. It's the exact same thing. Comfort. Only walking. The real question is, this is the question we need to know, is when is it too late to go see the leaves? Oh. Become a yearly. Dude, I'm telling you, like, fall. if you haven't looked at it yet, I'm pretty sure today, tomorrow, and Saturday. Good thing we asked. Today, tomorrow, Saturday, <laughs> are they're going to fall. Like, there's too much <sighs> rain that's happening. There's too much weather that's happening. Yeah. So if you didn't really get to go check them out this weekend, I mean, they'll still be there. They'll just be, like, you know, on the ground. So, dead. According to the survey, that's sad. See, good thing we asked, so now you know. But according to the survey, 40% of people picked winter, 25% summer, 60% spring, 5% fall. Hmm. I would have thought winter would not have done nearly as well as that. Yeah. Nuts. Hmm. Uh, weird stuff all this week. Florida especially, after one TikToker came out and cleared the air about how people handle their crushes when it's Disney princesses and they're in the vicinity of Disney princesses. Well, yeah. That being said, you can you can handle crushes, cartoon childhood show crushes in a correct way. You can just talk about them and not hand your hotel room to a fake bell, right? Okay, great. Now, of course, we're gonna do this in a non weird way because we've already had enough of that this week. AJ McCall, I don't know what up. that means? With Urban Meyer and now dudes dropping their room keys at Tinkerbell's hands, trying to get them to come to the Disney World hotel. We've we covered the weirdness. We've got it done. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Andre seven in for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. But look, there's something about admitting it. I don't know if people can embarrass like certain ones, like you said, where we got it is Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. No doubt. Like, no that's a common one for fellas. Jessica Bill. From Seventh Heaven? Yeah. Mm. Dude, she was I mean, yeah. Question is, do you get embarrassed once you start really diving in this? You get into the cartoons and stuff. Because another common one, um, Kimberly Joe Johnson, Pink Ranger. Oh, absolutely. Susie Q as well. She was incredible. Yes. That movie's actually pretty good. Oh, it's great. It's a good it's movie. Really, it's a good really movie. good. I, I actually, we're, hey, we're talking about crushes, but I recommend that film. It's actually oh, yeah, pretty absolutely. adorable. Uh, hey, what about uh, Melissa Joan Hart back in the day? She played Sabrina the Teenage Ooh. Witch. Closer uh, explains it you all. You drive me crazy. She was uh, the star in that. Uh, I don't think I'd put it in the top of mine, but yeah. How about Topanga? No. Topanga wasn't one of yours? No, dude. She was too psycho. <laughs> A little, bit, a little bit unique when she was young. A little? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Uh, a couple quick shout-outs. So, uh, Skylar, since we're doing, you and I are doing ladies, uh, Raven from Teen Titans. Okay. Which I can get into. Yep. I'm, I'm with Raven. that. Respect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Crystal, big DBZ fan. Teen Gohan and uh, Trunks. Future Trunks, for those who don't know. Wait, who? Wait, who is it? Teen Gohan and Future Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. All this, right. This is fucking... Okay, like one card, two. Oh, I'll give you a bunch of them. Okay. Uh, so this might get I'm, not, I'm okay with Raven. There he is. There wow, he really? People <laughs> AJ coming I'm up, re- everybody. Uh, two from Danny Phantom, Ember McLean, and Sam Manson. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking you've about. You've never seen Danny Phantom? I've never heard of Danny Phantom. That's one of the best theme songs of all time. That is so sad that you have not seen Danny Phantom. Kim Possible. Oh, yes, absolutely. And uh, honestly, another great theme song while we're on the subject. Look, look, I got to be honest. We're both better catches than Ron Stoppable. There's like oh, no yeah. denying it. Oh, There's absolutely. There's no denying it. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. This is like, I mean, again, this is way back in the day, but Leanne Rhymes. Wow. Okay. You're throwing it way back. Okay. Respect. No, I got Gorgeous. you. I got you. <laughs> Leanne Rhymes is in the, what, the same range as like Melissa Joan Hart and. I just not one that I feel like comes up a lot. Like, I, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Dude, Respect because it's not one I feel um, <laughs> one that comes up a bunch. Wow. I'm trying to think cartoons-wise. Yeah, uh, give me your cartoon. You haven't given Jasmine me one. Jasmine was gorgeous, of course. Jasmine from Aladdin. Oh, oh yes. my gosh. Yes. Die for. 100%. You know, people say Belle. I'm not really... Or Ariel from Little Mermaid. No. Yeah, this whole thing did Kitchen start off... lipstick. And I was like, I'm not a lipstick person. I'm sorry, Belle. Or Ariel. Whatever your name is. <laughs> so I couldn't do it. <laughs> Snow White had too short a hair. Not a fan of her. I was going to say this whole thing started with this. Uh no, actually yeah, Jasmine. Jasmine's the one. It's it's Jasmine. Alice in Wonderland. Pass. 
Yeah, me too. Like, pass. <laughs> Even the modern ones. Not pass. Still pass. Not pass. Hard pass. Still. Dude, Kate Mara. Who's that? Um, you seen House of Cards? Ugh, or uh, Briefly. Not enough. God, dude. Or We Are Marshall. She's the waitress. I'm going to have to remember. I'll have to go back and look. Dude, you need to Google her. I will do that. Wow. Okay. Uh, I got to be honest. Put it this on whole, private setting, though. This is a fun way to maybe have childhood crushes. The amazing thing is everybody that commented on our social media was willing to do the cartoon thing. Because you know how people might get weird about cartoons. I'm just really disappointed that Ajay hasn't seen Danny Phantom. Not like even for the Crush Factor. Like it has one of the best theme songs of all time. It's really good. It not, is really good. Not to mention Ashley was listening yesterday. My girlfriend had texted me Danny Phantom 100% one of hers. And I'm like, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. So you bring back the uh, master of, of holding on to the Florida Not stories, and it means one of two things. One, we're probably going to be way more entertained because you're going to have much better stories. Thank a- you. AJ and McCall at VFX, true. But two, it's going to be much more difficult because she's going to have much more entertaining stories. Yeah. That being said, we've got a pair of Cash Valley Free to Homes tickets that you can win if, if we beat today's version of Stranger Bridgerland, Florida or not. So what do you got? Well, we got story number one, which involves a mailman who won't stop peeing on customers' mailboxes. That is a, would it be marking his territory? Is this a dog thing? All right, I think it's a dog it's thing. It's a dog thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So there's story one. Story two, some guy suing a psychic. So, uh, you know, claimed he, uh, claimed that she told him she could remove a witch's curse put on him by his ex-girlfriend for $5,100. He paid part of it and was like, I don't believe it. Well, maybe if you paid the full amount, you'd actually get well, it removed. That's a fair point. I mean, you skeptical skeptics out there. I mean, he paid half. Of course, it's not going to work. It's right. not how services work. Hello. So I, I'm with you, actually. Everything McCall said, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. And then story number three, drunk wedding crasher tries to cut in on the couple's first dance. Ooh. Look, if you want to stay under the radar, Ooh. might I suggest not doing this. That is no bueno. Mm-mm. There you go. Three crazy stories. Good oh. luck. There is no reason to even dabble about this. AJ McCall at VFX. We got Sean on the line, and Sean says, I know what's up. So, Sean, go, man, go, go. Hey, I was just listening to the radio about the, the peeing on the mailboxes and such. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's got to be Florida. Sean, look, how about we hear the full stories here, and then uh, we'll we'll figure out one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got story number one. There's a mailman who was cited for public indecency because he won't stop peeing on the same mailbox. It's the same mailbox. Oh, it's the same mailbox. Yeah. Okay. So I guess the lady caught him and was like, "Hey, can you like not?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> I don't have the sensation to do this, but I imagine this is illegal no matter what state this is in. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm pretty right. sure. I don't really know. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy suing a psychic because he claims that she told him she could remove a witch's curse put on him by his ex-girlfriend for $5,100. Okay. Seems reasonable. He paid her part of that fee, but he's now saying she's a fraud because she didn't remove it. And I say, but did you pay her the full amount? Because... I mean, you've left yourself in a window here, sir, where I have to agree with McCall. If you only pay her part of the amount, I mean... What, what, she's not going to remove the curse. That's not how it works. No. And I'm not saying anything. half of it. Exactly. Only half of the curse. I'm not saying anything, okay? But a witch who can remove a curse is a witch who can put one on. That's a good point, too. Okay? That's a very good point. <laughs> just Plus, saying. it's also October. Hello. But there is just piling on why this guy's an idiot. Yep. And then we got story number three. A drunk wedding crasher got arrested after he stumbled onto the that's dance floor and tried to cut in on the couple's first dance. That's, that's a no-no. After being told no... He punched the groom in the face. That's a no-no. He took off when security showed up. They chased him up on the roof where they held him until the cops got there. According to the cops, his eyes were bloodshot. He was slurring his words. When they asked for his social security number, he gave him his phone number instead. (laughs) The couple says they, quote, weren't upset, although he shouldn't have punched the groom. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. They just thought it was insane, but in the most good way possible. I, I, I beg to differ the most good way possible. Yeah. Getting punched in the face is not in the most good way possible. No, no. Also, they, they say they hope hope Mark had fun for the short time he was there. Yeah, while he's in jail. Uh, question, I've been a best man, and I was tasked with tackling anyone I thought was violating standards, such as doing something for sure like this, right. trying to propose during the wedding. Where was the bridal party during this? 
They Who didn't they care. At? They didn't care. Apparently not. So there you go, Sean. Three crazy stories. All right, Sean. You start out by saying you thought it was story number one. I got to tell you, man, I'm thinking two or three, probably. Uh, I'm sticking with my gut. All right, man. I can understand. You got to trust it. All right, McCall, is it story number one? It's not. I'm no! sorry. Uh, that one actually happened in Cleveland, which... I'm sorry, man. Uh, kind of cold. Uh, it's all right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks, you're welcome. Have, have a good day, man. <laughs> you too. You trust your gut. You trust your gut. I just... I don't want to say that I feel like the mailman thing could happen anywhere. Like my my mailbox is up on the my my porch, so like I would very be unhappy with yep. that situation. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like if you had a mailbox out on your front yard, I wouldn't be happy about it. But I'd be like, okay, I wouldn't like it. I mean, maybe if I saw it, like I stumbled on it one day, I'd be like, okay, never mind. I changed my mind. I don't like this anymore. Yep. Stop that. Just, yep. Hey, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sean doesn't win. He can play, though, again, tomorrow morning, each weekday, about 6.50 on VFX. I think the real question is, if you were to set the standards for what is tackleable in a wedding, what would it be? Because I'm just amazed that someone got up to the point that he harassed them and then nobody did anything and the dude was like, all right, bam, groom. Yeah. yeah. The task would seem simple. Not getting tackled at a wedding would seem easy to not find yourself in violation of that, but... But, AJ McCall at VFX, sometimes you just operate on a presumption that is just factually incorrect. When I was the best man for my brother's wedding, his big thing was, if I see anyone even thinking about proposing, take him out. <laughs> so, when people tie down, got down to tie their shoe, I mean, I was getting itchy. Yeah. Getting, getting those feet moving. Of course. Because he was legitimately concerned that someone was going to do it, which I don't know why you would. Like, it just, it just seems tacky, mm-hmm. not to mention... Really selfish, to be honest, because there's everybody celebrating the day, and you're like, I'm going to drop down to one knee right now. But the question would be, what is a tackleable offense? Because after the story in Florida, not where the dude got up to interrupt a dance to me, tackleable, the first dance, excuse me, and then punched the groom in the face, definitely tackleable. My question is, where was literally anybody? Why was nobody getting involved in that? I think they were just like surprised. I mean, they got security in on it eventually. <laughs> He was hiding on the roof. Yeah. Well, I don't know where he is. Always up there. Well, they got they got security when security showed up. That's when they chased him to the roof. Oh so. boy. I yeah. I, I, groom got punched in the face on his wedding day. That is. Yeah. Ugh. I think so. Those two things. I think if anybody tries to get involved in the cake part. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, go away. Just yes. please go away. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say necessarily tackleable, mm-hmm. but if you start seeing people like the speeches thing is always a little bit iffy. So my brother didn't want any speeches at his wedding. So uh, he made an exception because one of my parents begged him, 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 pleaded. So he was allowed to just say a few words and they weren't going to, they were going to have an open mic thing. Like he was just going to say a few words, like congratulating the happy couple. And then we we're going to move on to this air, the reception. It was going to be great. But then all of a sudden, nope, other people had to step in and one-up each other. I'm not saying tackleable because they're saying nice things, but it's like, all right, stop stroking your ego here. Like, let's wrap it up. Watch. Time. Time. Somebody play the music. Cue them off the stage. <sighs> is there anything that is missing besides those? Those, are, I feel like, are the great offenses besides maybe something during the ceremony itself. But, I mean, I feel like that goes – like, if you try to get up and object. Sure. Or, like, taking – Photos in front of the camera. That oh, okay, also yeah. sucks. Let, let's make that tackleable. That, that is one's tackleable. Um, if you say that the bride could have looked better, <laughs> also tackleable. That, that's not that, just tackleable. Like, you're just risking your life at that point, I feel like. Yeah. Oof. Bold choice there, sir. Bold choice. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully no one parks incorrectly. I'm not saying it's tackleable if you park incorrectly. It's a happy day. I can understand if your mind is wandering elsewhere while you're taking part in a ceremony. But ideally... Hopefully that's not the case. McCall getting her, well, probably not first taste. You've probably seen them. But, you know, her first comments mm-hmm. about this week's Park Narc nominees. I'll find out what she has to say about these two competing to outdo each other when it comes to parking in the stripy rectangles. That is after uh, a throwback from the Black Eyed Peas coming up next. Make sure you don't miss any of Throwback Thursday. We've got a mobile app. It's totally free. Utah's VFX in your app store. It's a fresh wave of criticism that's needed because both nominees this week, honestly, it was suggested in the comments. AJ, while he was filling in, said, well, have you guys ever done a tie? Because it might be worth it. Park Narks with AJ McCall on VFX. 
The floor is yours, McCall. We haven't heard what you think about these two yet. I got to be honest. When it comes to these two nominees, number one is a blue Toyota that's in SUV backed into a stripey line that says don't park here. It looks like it's in between two special needs spots, maybe just the one special needs spot. Unsure at this point. Um, But there are no cars surrounding it. And nominee number two has pulled in directly to those stripy lines with two special needs spots on either side. And there are cars that are parked in said spots. So with the context clues that we are given between these two, I think potentially number one, not that I'm saying that this is ever an okay way to park. I think maybe the reason why they backed in like that, because it's a, it's a crossover. It's got a hatchback on it. Maybe they are trying to load something up in this area Fair. and that's a place where you know obviously it, it kind of uh slants the sidewalk does so potentially there could be that um air that people give mm. to this to this parking spot Fair. nominee number two trash human how dare you <laughs> what are you doing okay like obviously wh- they're just going in for a minute <sighs> i hate that it's like yeah i'll just pull in right here you are now you are now inhabiting this parking this this space that is meant to be blank as they say on you know letters that come in the mail that says yes this page intentionally left blank it's like that only it's a parking spot intentionally left open so that the people with the special needs spots and the passes can get into their cars some new perspective perhaps I mean, with the edit feature on Facebook, you could go back and change your vote if McCall gave you something to think about. I'm telling you. But it's, again, it's been suggested we consider this for the first ever tie. That's, it's determined by the votes. You vote, pin at the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, these two terrible nominees. And, of course, continue to send, uh, send in bad parking if you see so. Uh, like uh, Julie saw a terrible parking spot. She posted it. We're going to get that entered in. And now you can play for prizes. And, of course, the end of the year tournament coming up for Park Narcs as well. Utah's VFX, all social media. Okay, now it has gone and been done. New Kids on the Block announced they're going to do a mixtape tour this upcoming spring. Interesting. Which means they're going to jam together a bunch of different acts, which means that's possible. Yes. You've thought about it. It's basically, I don't want to say the name out loud and hurt people, but it's a certain concert tour that everybody loved. Mm. It's the same concept, right? You can get a bunch of people together and everybody will love it. So what would we put together for ours? Oh, I don't know. Let's just ignore the why and the how and just focus on the what, which is that New Clids on the Block announced a mixtape tour this upcoming spring, mm-hmm. which includes Salt and Peppa in Vogue, Rick Astley. So if you can mix together similar-ish, but if you can mix together whoever for a mixtape tour, that's all the information you really need to know. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. So the question is, who? Who would be on the mixtape tour? Who mm-hmm. would you want to jam all together so you could see them all? Mm, warp tour period <laughs> i didn't want to say that i it hurt so many people still i know but that's a that's all i want to see that's all i want to see i mean i that's true. i mean i'm with you if i go throwback what am i gonna do be like oh yeah let's watch some uh limp biscuit because fred durst is the greatest oh wait he's pulling out of everything oh oh unimpressed like i <laughs> What are we going to do? Get a bunch of people like Smash Mouth and Limp Biscuit and like the debaggery that would just like exude <laughs> from have, the concert stage. It's just terrible. control over it, McCall. It's your tour. Oh, well, for, for what it's worth, I did do two versions of it. And the first version is Black Bear, MGK, Travis Parker, yeah, Young Buddy. That. So it's, it, it's that. I'm with you. That is That was my first version of this. That's great. I'm going I'm going very Warped Tour. Yeah, yeah. I'm going very Warped Tour it. vibes. I'm into Because it. if I were to go with like a mixtape, because when I think mixtape, I think like yeah. throw backish like oh, okay you see, know i did a combination of things oh, okay. that's my make it weird version yeah see but i i think when you say mixtape i think throwback and when i start thinking throwback i think like somebody wants and we don't like that I, yeah i really not a fan of that they're total tools on twitter D- I'm, dude i'm good I never f- seeing them again okay i feel like I, the first time. I feel like without dragging them through the mud i feel like because we haven't yet no obviously (laughs) come on i could say much meaner things it's true i feel like everybody who came from that era has some sort of like a god complex that has just come out of nowhere interesting it reminds me very much of there once upon a time we had a concert that was going on in vernal at a radio station that i worked at there right 
We brought Fuel on. Do you uh, remember Fuel? Yes. Okay, the one Hemorrhage. song that they had. Yeah. Hemorrhage. Yeah. Okay. In my hands, in my hands yeah. okay. again. Okay, so they Those were guys. they were like... The one song I knew. Awful. It's okay because it's the only song that I knew. So we, we brought them on and they were like, oh, let's just talk about, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll go over and we'll get into the trailer, but right. we don't want to be around anybody else because we're a big deal. And I was like, okay, cool. You guys had a song, okay? Like, whatever. But but I feel like they all have this weird ego. Fred Durst, also there. Like... So McCall's already done the bad version of this mixtape tour, Dude, it sounds like. I, I, I'm looking at it from a, from a branding and a I have to put this together perspective. Like, I want cool people. Okay, well, here's... I did four. Here's okay. my make it weird one. Okay. So when I thought mixtape, I thought... It's not going to all be the same sound, right? It's a mixtape. Right. Metallica. Okay. Garth Brooks. Okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Cool. Fall Out Boy. Okay. All groups I've not seen, all groups I absolutely love, all groups I need to see before I die or they die. Really, probably they die. They're oh, probably older than rough. that. Rough. Rough to think about. I mean, I don't wish that. Like, no. Garth Brooks could probably live forever. He's a saint. Let's be right. honest. But right. For sure. Those yeah. are my make it weird ones. Okay. But the first version, yes, I got you. Mod Sun, Black Bear, MGK, Travis Barker. I, I got it. Yeah. I'm with it. Okay, I like that. See, if I were to put together like a, like a, I don't know, a montage, if Fuel. you will. Um, uh, no. Smash Mouth. How dare you? Stop <laughs> it. Uh, Casey Musgraves, I feel like, would be there. Um, who else have I been listening to a ton recently? I, I feel like that would be more, more the, the vibe of it. It's your tour. You do like, what you want. Let's see. Casey Musgraves. Throw a little bit of, um, <laughs> crap, what is her name? Hold, please. Hold, please. Let's open it up and look. All I've got in my head now is, in my hands It's okay, again. me too. It's okay, me too. Uh, I think Willow would be really cool. I think she would do a really phenomenal job. She's a great performer. Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit of a day to remember. I can get behind that. Maybe some, uh, Taylor Swift would be cool. Tyler Childers would be cool. Uh, Megan the Stallion. I don't know. Now we're getting mixtape. I like it. That's that's my my kind of mixtape. So this, of course, Utah's VFX. You want to you want to shout out someone that we haven't forgotten? Maybe you met Fuel and they were great. If yeah, so, if you did, absolutely need to hear. Please this story. tell me your story because mine was not. Need to hear that. Story. It's like they needed a Red Bull and they needed soft gummy bears. They couldn't be hard. It's weird. Almost as bad as what I heard, Charlie. But no. Um, <laughs> Put him on my door. I want to see him. As much as Tully's, I love his music. He's phenomenal. He's um, phenomenal to watch. This, of course, would be a dream come true to get to put together the show of, of artists you want to see again or haven't seen and just be able to mixtape them all together. That, if you got behind the scenes, would be a probably unmitigated nightmare with all the logistics and handling the egos, as McCall alluded to with, with her situation. And I got to be honest, after the story yesterday at Florida Knot where a drunk couple broke into a water park, I think a lot of childhood dreams are like that. Mm-hmm. Face value, you're like, heck yeah. You get into the logistics of it as an adult, and you're like, not worth it. Mm-mm. I don't want to take any kid's dream away from Like, you do that. It's just logistically as an adult, I think, you know, imagination, all that gets beat out of you, and then you start to think realistically, and those childhood dreams are not as fun anymore. Yeah. AJ McCall, VFX, for instance, yesterday... In Florida not, there was a story of a drunk couple who broke into a water park. Yeah? And you think, oh, water parks myself. Heck yeah. Two problems. Water wasn't on. So they just splashed some water on it, went down, shattered their ankles. Of the four ankles, three of them shattered. That's awful. Not as fun. It, 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 see, it's the same thing. Like, oh, how, how great would it be to have the amusement park to yourself? And they're like, well, who hits the buttons? Right. Nobody. Yeah. That was our... That was our big predicament once upon a time because it was like, would you rather spend an entire day in an amusement park? It's like, no, not by myself. Another common childhood dream. Being stuck in a candy store. Pass. Like, don't be wrong. I love me some candy, but Ugh. after like several handfuls, I'm, I'm a vomit. I I'm will. a vomit. Mm-hmm. So the question is, which <laughs> childhood dreams also doesn't work out for you? Being stuck in a toy store? I gotta be honest. I don't know that there's a lot of creepier places. I, there is, but toy store is going to be up there. Stuff's going to move. Stuff's going to randomly go off. Frankly, just being somewhere dark and alone like that, just hard pass to begin with. Ugh. I don't think so. I don't think I would like that at all. I feel like I would panic. That's what I'm saying. A zoo at the middle of the night? No, thanks. All the rustling and the roofing. Urf. Yeah. There's lots of urfing. Owning, owning a dangerous animal to begin with. At one point, everyone said, I want a tiger, a giraffe, Oof. a bear, or whatever. Dude. 
I watched a video the other day on TikTok of yep. somebody who owns a like a monkey. Got it. No. <laughs> Done no. With, no. No more childhood monkey dreams. No. Mm-mm. They had him in a ba- in a bathtub, and he was bouncing basically from the bathtub, full of water. Okay. Directly up onto the door and then back, they like parkour that. style. That's how it be. Just so much water. I was looking around and I was like, wow, what a nightmare. <sighs> Is there any other childhood dreams that you think we should wreck while we're here? I just feel like the, after the water park, when I was like, nah, pass. Uh-uh. What else could we wreck? Let's see. Like, honestly, too, like uh, Home Alone, right? Uh, at some point, mm. right, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get my own place. And, and all. But then you it's get there great. as a dog, you're like, this this kind of sucks, honestly. I like the part where I didn't have to worry about what was in the fridge. Yeah. It's fair. <laughs> no. Um, growing up as a whole. Yeah. Go on your own vacation, logistically. Whew. Solo dolo. How are you going to get around? I mean, as a kid, like now, like I could figure, I, I'm competent enough that I wouldn't get murdered. I feel like I could mm. figure out how to get back home. That's cool. I don't, I don't think I'm in that position, but. But like the whole home alone situation where he goes to New York and they go to Florida and everybody's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Except in most places, I let you use your daddy's credit card to get the penthouse suite, man. Right. Good luck. Yeah. Most, most of those. Yeah. Most of those movies, just, just home alone, period. Or any kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pull all of these pranks. Oh, yeah, food fight. Like, everybody has this magical dream of a food fight. Gross. You're going to have to smell like soggy spaghetti for the rest of the day. I think I'd want one until the end result. And be like, I don't like this anymore. Like spaghetti and applesauce. It's not a great combination. Milk? Ew. Disgusting. Nasties. What are you going to do with it? You're just going to hang out. It's just going to be miserable. You know, random, random fact. You know what the most effective food I think would be to get McCall to bow out? Of a, a food fight would be hummus. Ugh, ew. Just the texture. And Gross. Just, I think she'd just be like, nope. Good. If I wanted watery sand, mm-hmm. just go to the beach. <laughs> Speaking of family, they're tied to these. I think there's more than there's more than a few childlike fantasies where you're like, just parents, just if I remove that, everything will be great. It won't, but okay. Uh, but speaking of family, so DNA tests, I feel like have gotten more and more popular, right? Where you, you spit in the thing and they send it off and they go, oh my gosh, you're 14%. German Shepherd or whatever it is, right? So one lady found a entirely different way to track down her family. And this is like a, there's no way this is not like a one in a trillion chance because it involved antiquing. Oh, this is nuts. If you want to track down family, just go antiquing. It'll happen. Now, are you saying that my family's old? Well, in some capacity, doesn't all family have to be old? I mean, There's old elements to every family. I guess. Unless, unless, sorry, unless you have used witchly powers or vampires or some other voodoo and you're just 29 forever. I'll leave the caveat there. It is October. All right. AJ McCall at VFX. Now, um, what is the oldest relative you have a picture of in terms of generation? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I could log on to Ancestry.com and if I could find stuff that. from like... Years and years and years ago. So those things have blown up more and more recently. I feel like the DNA tests have become a big thing, too, where you spit and it tells you what your genetic makeup is, right? Right. Well, apparently, if you just buy a photo album, it works all the same. So there's this girl, 28-year-old girl named Chelsea, who lives in New York, and she loves to go antiquing. And one of the things she does is she tries to buy old items and then try and return them, try to return family heirlooms. Okay. So she bought a photo album. Okay. In doing the research to try and figure out who she could take it back to, her long lost family. What? Like it's like there's like a one in a trillion chance that happens. It's insane. That's pretty cool. She said she picked up in her normal market. It was filled with holiday snap photos uh, from 1927. And doing the research, she found with uh, genealogy help as well. Her family. That's so cool. That is just nuts. The odds of like it ending up there, yeah. her finding it that day, buying it, and like that's crazy to me all of the above that's neat blown away blown away and so it just i was just curious as to what you collect because i know like on my mom's side of the family they're super big into it and i'm sure there's photo albums somewhere Mm -hmm. i don't have any of them i think the oldest relative i have a picture of was my my biological grandfather I don't feel like I have any that's not true i'm sure somebody's a picture of great grandma scout that's the oldest one i have okay but that's it I want to take one of those DNA tests now because I want to know. 
I want to know if I'm 14% German Shepherd or whatever. It'd be cool if you were. 10% polar bear. 14% Alaskan Malamute. <laughs> well, I, I, look, they're dramatic. I've seen them. They I've are. seen them on the internet. They make a lot of noises and they get upset a lot. They have spots on their tongue. <laughs> they're so cool. We've given you the two most important facts you need to know about that dog and that's it. Move on. They're cute. That's they're adorable. I had I had one-ish. Fact four. There you go. Uh, actually, it's funny, speaking about your pets and finding that I'm 14% German Shepherd. Um, so, two things. One, we know that McCall, for a very long time, remodeling the house, right? Two, we also know McCall dogs. Yes. I feel very comfortable. All of us at this point know those facts. Mm-hmm. The questions are, did any mishaps happen during the remodel because someone went viral for some other reason? Which we'll get to. And two, babysitting pets. I don't own any pets, but I got to be honest, people whining about the rules for pets, it's getting on my nerves. Oh, good. (laughs) We know for a fact there are two things that have taken up a lot of McCall's time over the last couple years. Yes. Renovation. Bingo. And dogs. Yes. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at eight. My one question is, were there any renovation... I don't want to group them all as mishaps, but mishaps are silly stories because one woman has gone viral because, well, cats can be kind of jerks. They can. Uh, I have not had any stories, but I guess I have a relatable, relatable-ish story to this one. Do tell. So, um, first first of all, do we need to tell the story of the, of the lady? Probably a good idea. So the lady is renovating her bathroom. They stripped it all down and her cat, because cats like to find the most <laughs> annoying places generally that they can cuddle up and hide, mm-hmm. decided that in the, the barren wall was a great idea, which is fine as long as you keep track of the cat. Problem is that the professionals came in, lady said nothing, and guess who's got a walled-in cat? Yeah. So now she had to ruin the whole thing by cutting through to get out the freaking cat. Yeah. Look, my family has a soft spot for cats. I get it. Right. Vents, holes in floors. Uh, my brother's cat, they somehow got a hole in their box spring, climbs up into the box spring mattress when she gets scared. Like, there's if there's an inconvenient place that a cat can hide, cat's going to find it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely they will. So yesterday, we were kind of tearing into my house a little bit more. Gotcha. Um, Because the downstairs, we've ripped all apart. We've rebuilt, put everything up. The upstairs, not the case. So upstairs, we ended up having this like storage area that we closed in. Um, And Dustin was like, okay, we got to open this up because McCall, you got a lot of stuff. So you got to take it upstairs. Put it up, put it up in the, in the hole upstairs. So Dustin and Dustin's little brother, Caden, rip into it last night. There used to be a little, like, bookshelf cubby area. So that got all torn down and then opened up into this, like, attic space that is accessible from the stairs. You can just walk into it. <laughs> Yesterday, we opened this up. Tiesel, Yogi, and Sis, very intrigued. They go directly into this hole that just is above the bathroom and it's like, what's in here? Wow. Magic. It's a magic portal, mom. We can come in here and I can lay down at any time. Are you kidding me? Nice. I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay down right here all the time. The it's, dog lounge. It's, it is. It is. Because we climbed in there and I'm looking around and it's like, yeah, this is nice. You know, we've got the insulation all, uh, it's like the spray foam insulation. So it's like dripping from the ceiling kind of looks like a cave almost. And Tiesel walks all the way to the farthest corner of it and lays down. She's like, I'm good. Thanks. Be gone. So, yeah, she's like, "Where? why are you still here? This is my uh, space, Mom. So we we put a little thing up to cover it because I'm worried that Tiso will just be gone. This is her spot. She lives here now. <laughs> okay, so conveniently enough, this story came out at the right time because McCall can make sure she doesn't. Yep. Doesn't wall in. Don't worry. Her pets. I won't wall it in because we're just going to put a door there. So uh, I may close her in there every once in a while, though, <laughs> if she decides that she doesn't want to come out. It's the doggy timeout room. Um, <laughs> conveniently enough, someone sent us a message specifically looking for your advice. Apparently, oh. apparently they're doing a little bit of pet sitting and they're a little bit annoyed about all the rules. Mm. 
We will get to that message and see just on uh, what scale of caring this falls on McCall's list. Good luck, homies. All I'm going to say, we got a message. Utah's VFX, all social media. It's AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group Debated 8 on VFX. Says, uh, hey, McCall, please tell me even with your pets you think it's a bit crazy. I'm house-sitting, pet-sitting for a few friends and went out of town a, a few, few days. And I thought, oh, okay, come over, feed the cats, check the water, occasionally clean the litter box, right? Mm-hmm. No. Apparently their cat, Pippa, needs... Okay, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Gabapentine? Okay. Pentin? Whatever. Which needs to be refrigerated, but the cat prefers it at room temperature. So I have to drop a syringe, let it sit on the counter till uh, till finished with litter cleaning. Then it should be warmed up enough to give it to her for her cold. Otherwise, she'll throw it up right away. So this is one of like 30 steps over two pages of notes they left me for their four cats. I cannot believe that I signed up for this. Please tell me you think this is ridiculous too. No, <laughs> AJ's laughing and turned away because my face was so deadpan. Yep. So deadpan. Yep. Okay. Look. Oh no! What a pain! I gotta get this medicine out of this jar, and then once I get this medicine out of this jar, I gotta go clean up the litter. Lit. Get out. Okay. Like, I I get it. I get it. You don't care about animals. I got it. Okay. Maybe you do. I. <laughs> You obviously care about animals. You don't care about animals the way that these people care about their animals, though. That's, yeah. That's, that's what it comes down to. And that's okay. So I, I will add one little caveat, and please don't burn me at the stake. If they didn't, like, give you a heads up that there might be a few of these things at that rate, I feel I, I feel like you have a little bit of reason to be upset. Sure, but... Because, like, heads up, will you pet it? Oh, by the way... There's these... There's we'll like give some you instructions. Yeah. Just some just a heads. I'm not saying they have to give you a detailed breakdown, but like a heads up would probably be a good idea. But I'm kinda in the camp with McCall as well. Like, don't get me wrong, if go pet sit for McCall or whatever, and I show up and there's a bunch of notes, like I'd be like, all right, again, yeah. Wish we said something. Hello. Also, like, I get it. Like my family grew up pet. I don't have a pet now, and probably that's the caveat. Mm-hmm. Maybe this person never had a pet before, but I'd be like, I get it. As long as I ain't sticking hands and things, I don't want them in. Right. I'll figure it out. Right. You know, with with like my dogs, it's super easy if people need to go like pet sit or whatever. Here's the breakdown. This is how much food they need. Please play with them. Okay. They'll be really sad if you don't. Just be depresso. And they'll just hide on the couch. Then they'll be just sad. They need water. They get thirsty. Okay. Uh, That's it. You know, but my dogs are also not older, right? nor do they, I mean, they're yeah. getting older and I don't like thinking about it, but they are, they don't need like medications or whatever. But could you imagine, like, I I don't think of pets and kids as the same thing, mostly, but could you imagine like if you went over and there was like a list that said, you got to make sure to give this kid, nobody would be like, nope, no, nah, this, exactly. this is ridiculous. I'm exactly. Not doing this is ridiculous. Exactly. It's like, oh, kids this- on its own. This this kid needs some cold medicine because they have a cold. Nope. What? No. No, I came over here to make sure the but kid ate, you have drank, to, went to the bathroom, and went to bed. That's but, it. But you have to make sure that the kid gets the medicine with a snack after. That's ridiculous. No, like I'm not doing that. it's eh, sorry, you know, these little creatures have personalities and they're like they're beings. They're separate beings. They have preferences. And Animals, probably kids too, but animals will love you afterwards. Yeah. They'll they snuggle will be with like, you. Oh my gosh, thank you. You're the Or best. they'll meow at you kindly. Yeah. And then walk away. Ideally, yeah, that's how cats are, right? Yeah, they're like Oh, oh, I wanna play. Just uh, I just remembered I don't care anymore. Don't touch my belly. <laughs> Please touch my belly. Don't touch my belly. <laughs> All right, I'm killing you. Cats cats' bellies are like avocados. They're good for like four seconds. I know. An oldie but a goodie of a viral video stumbled across my feed yesterday, and it's frankly one of the terrors of childhood. It's a spider living in your ear. Mm-mm. I now, don't like it. As someone who was at least 50% deaf for a good year and a half, <laughs> I feel like I've got great perspective of, on this. And my perspective is this person was an idiot. When it comes to matters of the ear and loss of hearing, I feel like I've got good perspective because I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX, once upon a time, I lost, I don't, 50%. I'll just say 50%, probably more, actually, of my hearing. And it turns out the reason why is because earwax 
had been compacted down there, and I had to basically have it power washed out, and it was like these pebbles, and it was crazy because it was like someone flipped the switch, mm-hmm. and then everything was insanely loud, and it was not, I couldn't do anything. Yes. So when I stumbled across the old viral video of the lady who had a spider living in her ear. That's so weird. I hated it. Yeah, it's a childhood it's fear, right? You're going to yeah. wake up and somebody then spider laid eggs in your ear and they get in your brain. And you're like, oh my gosh. Ah. My perspective is idiot. Because here's the thing. So if I had been not an idiot and probably gone into the doctor, I would have probably figured out sooner. Now, I just assumed I was getting deaf. Like I was like, my hearing's going out. But that dramatic of a change, I probably should have been like, eh, you know, maybe I should have my ears looked at sooner. That being said, if a spider's living in your ear, I feel like there'd be some indication that it's not just like magically one day your hearing Ta-da. went out. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what it would sound like, and I'm legitimately afraid to be, because it'd be like, <laughs> constantly in your, one, what the, I think it was Very the left ear in the video, but ASMR-ish. whatever. ASMR-ish. Ooh. Ooh, I, I feel like there's no way you could know. Also, this problem to me seems rather solvable, though. I guess I thinking, trying to think logically, uh, maybe the spider would try to chew its way through your eardrum, which is maybe not the best way to go about it. Mm, no, but I like, think you want that to be like intact. I don't really like, know. I'm hear, not a doctor. Hear me out. Hear me out. So yeah. like when you have those days and I, there's definitely a sensation that, you know, like when your ears clogged, you know mm-hmm. what that feels like. Yeah. But like, say you say you just leaned on the fact that, that was the case. Don't you normally like. Rub, put some water in Do it, something. try and get it to pop or something. Right. Which I think, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, would have gotten the spider's attention. Yeah, it probably would have. Spider's I, just like, ah, another rainy day, darn it. <laughs> Gotta get to higher ground. Did it subside? <laughs> All right. I just, I just life. feel like there's no way that this lady could have not known. It, I'm not saying necessarily a spider, but something. Something. Something had to give an indication, and I feel like you could have solved it really rather quickly. Put some water in your ear. You hear the... In the background. It's not going to creep you out. You can see the video came up, so I had to share it. It's on our uh, Facebook page, Utah's VFX, but... I think I... Now I'm picturing it. I don't want it. I don't want it. gross. I I was without hearing for like two years. I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again. AJ McCall on VFX. Let's go away from the weird vibes, the creeped out vibes, the good news vibes. Good news stories after a throwback, which is just great news in its own right anyway. Yeah, it is. The only distraction from the impending spider that is living in your ears, of course, to focus on the good news and ignore the spider ASMR that you hear coming out the right side. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. One of my favorite things to always see on the internet, I will never not watch them is when someone tries to organize something for someone, whether it's some kid who likes motorcycles, the kid who wanted to be Batman for a day, and then people go crazily above and beyond. Recently, there was a kid in England who was autistic, told his dad he wanted a friend for his 15th birthday, so his dad got on Twitter and tweeted about it. Over 50,000 people sent the kid birthday messages. That's so cool. Mark Hamill from Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, Russell Crowe, Sharon Stone, Ariel Winter from Modern Family also reached out to the kid to say happy birthday. That's cool. It is just always so amazing because those things, like in their simplest form, it's not like somebody's looking for something, but like somebody sees it who has no idea who that kid is. Right. And then they do it. And then someone else is like, oh. I could do that. Joe did that. Yeah. What a happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. And then it just goes and goes and goes. And next thing you know, 50,000 people, celebrities are doing it. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I saw one on TikTok the other day. There was a kid who was in the hospital and he said just once in his life, he wanted to see a motorcycle. Uh-huh. So they put it out on the internet. Like hundreds, hundreds of people on motorcycles showed up to see this kid. That's so sweet. It's just so amazing. Uh, another good story is uh, there was a, a woman in Minnesota who due to COVID lost her eyesight. Mm -hmm. Well, earlier this year, she reached out to United and Stride, which is a group that pairs visually impaired people with runners, Uh with guides, so that they can do that. Uh This past weekend, she finished her first marathon. That's cool. It's just amazing. That is so cool. It's, wow. So, you know, avoid the spider ASMR, because there is cool things happening like that. And maybe, just maybe, good message to see the small thing that you can do, especially if it's something as simple on you stumble across something on the internet. Like, don't get me wrong. I get super bothered by Facebook being really dumb about its push notifications specifically for birthdays. Right. Because it, like, beats you over the head with them. It, like, it has to tell you, like, three times. Mm-hmm. But, again, just think of how much difference it can make for someone. And if you see an opportunity to do something like this, so, like, because in all honesty, 
tweeting someone happy birthday, Facebooking someone happy takes four seconds. The most minimal amount of effort ever, right? Yeah. You could do it in emojis and it would still count. Yeah. Cake, cake, smiley face, party hat. Bingo. There fun, it is. Right? Balloons. You could do, yeah, exactly. So you can have as much fun with you Next thing you know, now you're typing out a, a whole thing solely in emojis. Like it's, you're sp- talking like an ancient Egyptian. Either way, you make a difference. So let this be a lesson of the tiny things can just mean oh so much. Yes. AJ McCall on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. It's back to competition. See, because when McCall's not here, well, it's just an easy, clean sweep. That's right. Nice to have someone back in the building who can make it interesting. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us on Facebook, could be your post we end up sharing to the Utah, uh, Utah's VFX Facebook page. What do you got, McCall? Well, I landed on my friend Eric's post, and it says, Swedish TV accidentally put subtitles from a kid's show over a political debate, and it's brilliant. <laughs> so the subtitles underneath say, he's holding a sign. He's holding something. He's got like a piece of paper and it says, I will build the best sandcastle in the galaxy. I love it. I like it. I love everything I'm, about it. I'm into it. I think it's hilarious. I land on my friend Patrick. It's the Pikachu meme, but it says dentist. I suspect you weren't being honest with me when you said you floss every day. Me trying to figure out how he could tell Pikachu with teeth and bloody gums. Oh my gosh. It's so true though. <laughs> oh, it's so true. You can win. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find at us across all social media. Same with AJ and McCall. Just like that, it's the end of the week, which feels great. Yeah. Tomorrow being Friday. Again, very important tip from today. If you took nothing away from today, you should take at least the fact that McCall says it's probably last weekend to see the leaves. Yeah. I mean, you should see them like right now because seriously, I mean, if you want to see them intact on the trees. Because they may just be yeah, on the ground. If you if you don't like if you like the multicolor on the ground, then I mean by all means you got time. Yeah, there's no big deal. But yeah, there's rain in the forecast a lot. Yeah. And so other than that, enjoy the w- spooky weather. Be mm-hmm. careful in the spooky weather. Can we reiterate with the darkness, with the rain and the clouds that are likely to be in the forecast the next week? Lights are pretty important to turn yes. on when you're driving. Extra time to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Turn signal to indicate where you're going on the road. Super important. Be very good, too. Mm-hmm. That is super important. So until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.